Hey everyone, this is news editor Matthew Enfinger. And I'm news reporter Tori Collins. Today is Wednesday, April 11th, and this is the Georgian Report. In this week's episode, we've got news about a historic donation made by the Longsford family, announcements about this year's commencement speakers, and the answer to why Georgia Southern's ponds have turned a bluish-greenish color. We're also going beyond the story with By the Numbers, Disparities in Faculty Salaries at Georgia Southern, written by Editor-in-Chief Joseph Papp. Let's get started. Last Friday, head football coach Chad Longford and his wife, Tippy pledged a $200,000 contribution over the next four years to the Matching Gift Challenge. The Matching Gift Fund is a fundraising event that challenges Eagle Nation to donate to Georgia Southern Athletics. In addition to recruitment and new leadership and staff, donations can also increase salary as well as reward pre-existing leadership and staff for what their team does on the field and inside the classroom. Longsford said the motivation behind his family's donation was to give back to the Georgia Southern community. To get in the position that I got into as the head football coach, um, there was obviously some finances that increased for me that um, I have not had in my life. And, uh, you know, and it's not about money to me. And I had the opportunity to give back. Georgia Southern University has announced their commencement speakers for the spring 2018 graduation. The undergraduate commencement speaker will be former alumna and president and CEO of the Metro Atlanta Chamber Hala Model Mog. Model Mog is the first woman to be a leader in MAC, which recruits new companies to the region and works with a variety of businesses to ensure growth for Metro Atlanta. The graduate student commencement speaker will be Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr. Carr is Georgia's chief legal officer and is tasked with protecting the Constitution and the laws of Georgia. The undergraduate commencement ceremony will be held on May 5th at 9 a.m. at the Allen E. Paulson Stadium. The graduate commencement ceremony will be held on May 4th at 1 p.m. in the Hanner Fieldhouse. Georgia Southern University held a flag ceremony Tuesday morning at University Villas to begin a new initiative to fly the U.S. flag outside of all eight residence halls. Georgia Southern ROTC cadet Chase Scarborough presented a speech prior to the flag being raised at the ceremony. Um, hey, I think the impact of the raising of flags will, here. if anything, bring hope to all, everyone at Georgia Southern University. And like I said in my speech, I hope it gives that feeling of awareness of home, you know, know where your home is, no matter what home means to you, but just know that it's your right to defend it, and we do whatever we can to defend it. A volunteer team of military veterans within university housing and ROTC students will carry out the U.S. flag code. As part of the new initiative by the Georgia Southern Housing Department and ROTC program, a United States flag will be raised each morning at all eight residence halls and lowered each evening at dusk. In other news, the Georgia Southern University chapter of Habitat for Humanity will be hosting a homeless simulation at Sweetheart Circle on Thursday to educate participants on homelessness. Ava Purcell, Habitat for Humanity advisor, said the event forces participants to connect with the reality of homelessness and the struggles the homeless face on a daily basis through a number of activities and discussion during the evening and then spending the night outside. The event will be held from 8 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. Have you noticed that the water in Georgia Southern's ponds have changed colors? Well, we found out the reason why. The change in color can be attributed to a copper chemical that was added to the ponds to control algae growth. Biology department professor Stephen Vibes explained how algae growth can be a concern for ponds like those of Georgia Southern University's campus. Vibes said typical undesired effects from algae growth includes ponds being unsightly or smelly. Vibes said 
in addition to submergent plants and algae blooms can result in decomposition that reduces oxygen levels for fish. The dye helps control submergent plants and algae growth by reducing the light needed for their growth. The copper chemical is non-toxic and will not have any negative effects on the wildlife. In last week's paper, Editor-in-Chief Joseph Papp wrote an article that looked at the wage gap difference between female and male faculty at Georgia Southern University. We now go beyond the story with Editor-in-Chief Joseph Papp. And we're here with Editor-in-Chief Joseph Papp, um, and we're here talking with him about his story, By the Numbers, Disparities in Faculty Salaries at Georgia Southern. Thanks for joining us, Joseph. Hey, thank you for having me. Joseph, what motivated you to report on this topic? You know, I I usually follow a lot of college newspapers across the country, and so I've been lucky to meet a lot of people from around the country and seeing what stories they write and. A couple of newspapers have written about uh, faculty salaries and the disparities in faculty salaries. And also, it's a big topic uh, throughout the last year with gender pay gap and stuff like that. So I thought, why not look at what Jordan Sarding is doing about this? Uh, comparing how Jordan Sarding, uh, the salary per position by gender, is at Jordan Sarding. And looking at, is there a problem at Georgia Southern? Is this a Georgia Southern problem or is this a national problem? Okay. And that's really, that's what motivated me to write this story. And I think it's an important story. And not only because I wrote it, because uh, people need to know that this is happening at Georgia Southern. So, like, Joseph, what, what were some of the, I guess, biggest uh, disparities that you saw in the statistics that were brought up? Well... The biggest disparities I saw were like the fact that of every position available at Georgia Southern, it, there's only one in which female faculty make them more money than male faculty, and that's uh, in structure. And honestly, it's it's a little bit concerning to see uh, a lot of these numbers. Uh, at times, uh, male faculty members on average make five thousand dollars more oh, wow. than female faculty members, and mm-hmm. It's not a Georgia Southern problem, it's a nationwide problem. Um, I just wanted to look more at the Georgia Southern kind numbers. Of focused it on us. Yeah, okay. because if I did all universities, I wouldn't have time mm. to do that. And it's but there's a lot of resources out there that do a lot of research on that. So but other than the salaries, the most surprising thing was the the amount of female faculty members that are tenured. Mm. And now when you come to Work at a university. That's one of the you could say that was that is one of the main goals that a lot of faculty have is to get tenure, to get that uh, promotion that you can stay around for a long time and teach for a long time. Well, at GS, only 146 female faculty members are tenured, mm-hmm. and that number has remained the same since fall 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, only 106 are on tenure track, and 103 are non-tenured. Mm. On the other side, there's 216 male faculty members who are tenured, 130 who are on tenure track, and only 41 who are non-tenured. And this is all data according to the Georgia Southern 2016-2017 fact book that anybody can access by just Googling that. Mm. Um, so it's it's concerning, and then you also have to see uh, the different colleges uh, a lot of times the College of Business, the College of Engineering and Information Technology, and the College of Health Professions ha- tend to have the higher salaries. While the College of Behavioral Sciences and the College of Heart and Humanities tend to have the lower salaries. Mm. Uh, and that's common across the board. So, so like, 
I guess another question I have is, you know, like this this salary is kind of, or this article is really kind of painting the salary uh, salary disparity within Georgia Southern. Has any, I guess, like female professors come out and like said anything about this article so far? Have you mm. heard anything about it? Not really. I know it's getting it's getting some traction online, mm. and there's some groups on campus that plan to discuss on this topic, but uh, I haven't heard a lot of that. Uh, I feel like a lot of female faculty members know it's true mm. and a lot of male faculty members know it's true yeah. and they feel like they cannot do anything about it so they just let it go mm. well I don't think that should that's just my opinion that's not I'm not quoting anybody on that mm. I'm not it's not something that people have actually told me but that's my feeling about it uh, and it's something that the university needs to take uh, into consideration and look at it and make sure that this this doesn't happen at Georgia Southern and it's going to take time it's not a thing that you can fix in a day or in a year it's going to take time and it's going to take a long time well has the university um, said that they plan to do anything or take any action what the, it? what the university has decided to do and this is in no relation to the article uh, in terms of response to the article. Um, but they have done, what they have decided to do is conduct a study, a salary study in regards to the consolidation. Okay. What they want to do is see if there's any discrepancies, if there's any issues uh, regarding uh, internal equity issues or external marketability issues, and that's mm-hmm. from President Aber. And... He wants to he wants the study to be able to look at Georgia Southern and see okay if there's some things that we need to change not specifically looking at the gender gap but looking at the whole picture and so they they're in the process of hiring a firm that will come in an outside firm and will come in and conduct this study because they don't want it to do an internal mm-hmm. study they wanted to make it a somebody coming in and doing the study so they can have the best view on this and not necessarily just the university is defending themselves or conducting the study themselves. So that's 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 mainly what the university is doing, and I don't I don't think that it's fair to uh, so what I'm looking for. It's fair to criticize the university a lot because this happens in every university across the mm-hmm. country. Uh, sure, we hope that Georgia Southern would be better about it, but the reality is that. Uh, you got to be able to compete with the rising costs of living and rising costs and, and encourage people to come to Statesboro. And one of the reasons they do, one of the ways they do that is um, by increasing the salary of a lot of professors. Mm-hmm. Now, that can be female professors, that can be male professors, but uh, at the same time, you got to be able to, you cannot just hire female professors and give them high salaries because that's discriminating against male professors. And you cannot just hire male professors and give them <clears throat> because that's a community against female professors. So you got to be able to find a balance, and that's not a question that you can ask, mm. saying, oh, we're just going to hire female professors from now on and give them high salaries. Because then there's a whole other issue. Mm. And, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Joseph, for stopping by. And, we, um, and this article, again, is available on uh, thegeorgian.com. It's called uh, By the Numbers, Disparities and Faculty Salaries at Georgia Southern. Thank you again, Joseph. Thanks, Joseph. Thank you. 
And that about does it for this week's edition of the George Ann Report. Be sure to follow the George Ann on Twitter and Facebook. For daily updates of all things Georgia Southern, subscribe to the George Ann Daily Newsletter. Simply go to thegeorgeann.com to subscribe. Have any news or events that you would like to report? Shoot us an email at gaeditor at georgiasouthern.edu. Would you like to work for the George Ann newspaper, Reflector Magazine, or the Circle Video Group? Now's your chance. Student Media is now accepting applications for reporting, marketing, design, and business positions. Simply go to thegeorgeann.com and click apply to Student Media at the top of the page. The Student Media's magazine division, Reflector, will be handing out this semester's edition this Thursday at the Rotunda from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Be sure to stop by and grab a free copy. This has been the Georgian Report. We'll see you next week.